it. Shit. Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode number 196. Right? Sounded so confident. Yes, Skype sucks. No, listen. Listen, I, I don't I don't understand the obsession with Zoom anyway, because first of all, on top of my mic never working on it, the I don't I don't like the the way it's laid out. I like this. Video wise, it just looks better too. You like to see yourself. That's okay. You can just admit no, it. It's I, okay. I like it. I like it to not have. I yeah, but I like it to not uh, thank, have. The okay, so thank boxes. you. Thank you for I, clarifying. Thank you. The square you black boxes. I don't like. This just looks better visually. It does. Uh, I'm gonna strongly disagree with you there, but well, we can. Well, agree you're on your own on that one. No, yeah. it is. It is. Um. Don't worry, Jared. We can record on Friday on Zoom. We're good. We'll go. We'll go back go, to our home. Do whatever. Do whatever you guys want. It's mainly for the mic. If the well, mic worked on Zoom, we'd be on Zoom. But it doesn't. My my mic shits the bed. Maybe you should fix the mic. Yeah. But but if it works, works on problem, Skype, Quest. if works it works on Skype, then what would make it? What would be the difference? There's no I, setting that just makes quality, it cut out halfway. Quality of Skype makes it the difference. Jared fixed his mic. I mean, he, last week he was holding it in his hand like a That's neanderthal. Because of, this week he figured it out. That was a physical problem. So what? A mic is a physical thing. A microphone is a physical thing. Fix it. No, this is a technical thing. No, physical. Be, be, be like Patrick. Hold be, it. Be like Patrick from SpongeBob. Just take a hammer and just hit it a couple times till it works. You're lucky you're having a good hair day. Yeah, I'm having a damn good hair day. I don't have to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this. Um. First Hang of all, I mean we we should we should start the show off with this, obviously. Uh, prayers to Tiger. Dude, absolutely yeah. insane. Uh, thank thank God he's alive. So I'm sure if everybody listening to the show, watching the show, I'm sure is heard by this point. I'm gonna be so upset if it comes back that he was like an alcohol thing, because it was by, it was a one car collision. Like it was himself. He rolled his car. So right. Like, it was just it, it was early. It was like 715. Yeah. I don't want to think that because like it seems like his life's on track. Obviously, his playing career is probably over if it's if clearly it was, it was a both leg double surgery. Like I highly doubt he's going to play competitive golf again, but like at least he's alive. Right. I, I don't want to make any assumptions at this point. That's my uh, that's my one assumption. I assume he won't be able to play professional golf again. I agree. with Yeah. That. Yeah. 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 I, I don't want to make any assumptions based on why it happened, how it happened. But oh, no. I just hope it's not the case. I, I hope it's not the case, too. It was just, it was crazy getting, it was, when that notification came through, it was almost like, okay, is this is this a joke? Because this is this is also like, this kind of thing has come out a million times, not just about Tiger Woods, but a bunch of, but a, about a bunch of different players that yeah. has gone viral. So when I first saw it, half of me was like is this real and then checking it out it was like oh god this is this is real and the thing that sucks is we waited so other than tiger obviously being in tremendous pain tiger just came back honestly like relatively not too long ago so and he, and he, and he was good even that he was even good at golf that closer being like it wasn't that long since he actually became good again like he figured it out 
Right. And, and if we, if Tiger can't come back to golf, that's, that's devastating for the sport of golf. Devastating. But obviously you care more about the guy's health first and foremost. So praying for him, hope he, hope that he gets the best case scenario out of this situation. So Tiger prayers to you today's show. We are going to talk about the Patriots situation. Uh, I asked you guys for topic ideas. It's very close to the show. So I already wrote down some topic ideas, but it's based, it's close to basically what we wanted to talk about, what you guys wanted to talk about anyway. Uh, Cam Newton went on, what's it called? The Athletic Podcast? Yeah, I, I am athlete, I think. I am athlete. I am athlete? With Chad Ochocinco. Um, who are the other ones? I, that's all I remember. Brandon Marshall. Brandon yeah, Marshall's like the host Brad. of that. And Fred Taylor. And Fred Taylor. Yep. Yep. They talked a lot of Patriots, a lot about Bill Belichick. Cam called Bill Belichick dope as shit. Uh, right, that was did. The three of them that played for the Patriots did. They were like, we love Bill. Bill's not. Bill's chill. But Cam was talking about the Patriots, and this was my biggest takeaway from the Patriots, from, from this podcast, was Cam, that was, that was a, a Cam Newton a way to go around wanting, suggesting that he wants to be back with the Patriots. And really it was a good campaign for him to come back to the Patriots. He wanted the Patriots to know, Hey, I want to come back to your team. It was an audition. It was an audition tape. It was an audition tape. It was a sales pitch. It was a sales pitch. It was, he sat there and said, and and he had buddies to back him up. Right. It was people who had played new England. Right. So they know the Patriot way. And they said, you know, Kim, you didn't get much help now. Chad Ochocinco, you didn't have any dogs, right? You didn't have any big guys to throw to. Look who you throw. And then Cam steps in and defends Doughboy, right? Defends to kill Harry. Like, it was a perfect, like, all right, you guys are going to push me a little bit. I'm going to defend my teammates and say, I want to go back because that's the only place I'm going to be able to start. Like, right now, the Patriots job is really the only one that Cam Newton could come in and say, I have a chance to start here because you know what? There's not a better option. And there isn't right now. Like, I would probably take Cam over Mariota. Uh, there's, there's one better option for Cam Newton to go to. Where he realistically could start. Washington football team? Yes. What about the Bears? Am I blanking on the Bears? Who's the Bears quarterback? Because they, they're, they're, it seems like they they're dumb. They still have Foles, don't they? Don't they still they have Foles? They do have Foles, but it seems like Nick Foles is Nick Foles. Nick Foles is exactly what you get every yeah, time. Wouldn't you, wouldn't, and, wouldn't you rather start Nick Foles than Cam Newton after watching last season? I don't know. I would. I don't know. I would too. Because and Trubisky. You can, you, can Trubisky. Talk, you can talk yourself into the situation where you can believe that Cam Newton really didn't have the weapons and you could realistically give him a shot, which is what I think could happen with the Patriots. Now, listen, this topic here, I wanted to talk about this real quick. Cam Newton, Marcus Mariota, as I said at the start of the show, I think those are your two realistic. Can I throw a, can I throw a third option in there? Cause I'd rather one, I'd rather a third person. Who? It's magic. Yes. Oh my Thank you. God, Thank you. no, Thank no, you. Yes. I don't want Flags. this magic. I what? don't Why? want Why? You want to win, right? Like, you're not you're not sitting here saying you want to suck. If you're a team that wants to win and then pull in pieces and find a quarterback, you're now, I, I think now your ideal situation is Ryan Fitzpatrick and draft a, draft a kid and draft that you like. Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't win. Are you kidding me? He, he wins enough. He wins on no. these miracle plays. That's why his last name is Fitzmagic. I don't care. That's something to he's watch this year. Last year man. sucked. 
Yeah, I we want had a Magic T-shirt Man. about this. I'll wear a Magic Man T-shirt. Realistic, I don't think I don't think he would have done much of anything with this Patriots roster if last. He, if he if the Patriots have him this year, the Patriots are at least five hundred. So you would so you would essentially prefer. Well, what's the difference? I don't Doug, care about seven and nine versus eight. You eight. would you would, you would essentially prefer. You would essentially prefer a guy that proved last year he couldn't handle being here and a guy that couldn't do anything as the second overall pick in the 2015 draft in Tennessee. You want those two guys as opposed to Ryan Fitzpatrick, who at least has a little bit of success at the NFL level? Look, I don't want to have to go back into your tweets the night that Marcus Mariota came in for the Raiders. I don't want to have to do that because I don't even know. I don't even know off the top of my head if you guys tweeted anything. But I bet I can go in and see a, hey, Bill, why okay. didn't you get Marcus Mariota? I can, I I can bet at least like you do with Carson Wentz. At least one of you. Yes, and I retract that. But, and, but I it's... went the opposite direction. I talked myself into it. Yeah, yeah I'm but, talking myself it, out of Mariota because Ryan saw, Fitzpatrick's a better option. We saw Mariota. But Mariota is also 27 years old. So potentially, look, I don't believe that Bill's going to take a first-round quarterback because that's not Bill. Bill's going to take a D3 defensive end somewhere because he's got a high motor and a smart brain. That's or, exactly what Bill's going to do. Or he's going to trade that first-round pick for two seconds. Or he's going to draft Micah Parsons out of Penn State, which is what I, I fully expect them to do. They're going to go Micah Parsons. So that's my point. If you're not going to take – if you're gonna, if you're not going to make a succession plan, you might as well trade in the, – what's the trade value? was what? Fifth-round pick, right? Fifth-round yeah. pick, yep. I will trade a fifth round pick for Marcus Mariota. You know what you, you know what you do. This is what you do. You do that, and then bring in Fitzpatrick. Okay, let him go at it, and then draft a kid. That's it. Because I don't want Jared Stidham here next year. I don't want Cam Newton here next Stidham's year. Stidham's gonna be on this roster next year. Which is stupid. You look and you saw that report. Ah, oh, was it? It was Greg Bedard. Yeah. And apparently, players in the locker room didn't want him playing, and that's particularly apparently what led to Cam getting all these plays and all these starts is because the players wanted Cam Newton. So do I believe that Cam Newton could get you some players here? Yes, because Cam is still a name in the league. Like guys will play with Cam Newton. Um, well, that's so what that's I rather... super interesting to me because I totally yeah. agree. I think I think Cam is a free agent attractor. It's a draw. It's a draw. I, I think, think Cam I think Newton would be the best free agent attraction you have. Like if you bring back Cam Newton, you have a better chance of signing free agents, skill position wise, getting some dogs for him versus bringing in Mario. And here's what here's what we all can agree on right now: the Patriots need to sign somebody sooner rather than later because if you don't. You're going to miss out on those free agents. There's already a report out there. I think 98.5 had it that Hunter Henry wants to go to a team with a proven quarterback. Hunter Henry is ideal who you need in this Patriots offense as a tight end. Would so Hunter if you Henry, want to bring those Hunter guys play in. For Cam Newton, like would Hunter Henry consider Cam Newton good enough? I think so. After after watching him last year. I think Cam Newton is a draw. Like you said, I really do think Cam Newton is, is more of a draw than Marcus Mariota or Ryan so, Fitzpatrick. So, so spin zone, wouldn't it benefit the Patriots just to bring Cam back? Guys, signs are pointing to Cam coming back. <laughs> and, 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 and if you go back to, to the podcast, back. right? If you go back to the podcast, like when Brandon Marshall's like, you, you're going back to New England? He's like, I don't know, maybe there's a chance. And then are you guys talking? And he's like, come on, I can't talk about it. Like they're talking. Like they, they are actively talking. And Bill's going, okay, I'm going to look absolutely everywhere else. But Cam, keep your phone near you because there's a good chance you'll be our starting quarterback next year. Like it doesn't look like Jimmy G's going to shake free because Deshaun Watson apparently doesn't want to go there. Like, he wants to go to the Jets or the Dolphins, so we're screwing the AL East any, I mean, a- AFC East anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, that's only – Jimmy G is the only other guy out there that I pretty much want. Like, let, me, let, let me ask you guys this hypothetical. If Deshaun Watson gets traded to the Panthers and Teddy Bridgewater doesn't – is not a part of that package, 
Do you I call think- Carolina and see what it takes to get Bridgewater? Yeah. Yeah. But I think the thing is, I'm, always, I'm like, just- Bill had a chance to look at all these guys last year. I mean, I know Teddy Bridgewater got a good amount of money. I don't think Bill was going to pay that. But, like, Bill had a shot at everybody that's probably going to be – like, Tyrod Taylor's out there. Do you want to go get him? Like, no. I don't want to go any of these guys. I want Ryan Fitzpatrick or just bring Cam back at this point. Like, Here's, a, here's want- the thing about Fitzpatrick. If you could promise me, if Bill could look me in the eye and say, Nick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to draft a quarterback first round. I'm taking Mac Jones. I would take Fitzpatrick then because he's more of a bridge than, Mar- than Mariota is. Because Mariota's 27 still. He's still young. So if Mariota like actually looks good, I, that's that's a game changer. That's a totally different story. But also going back to Al, what you said before, uh, you said that Cam showed that he couldn't handle New England. I I think the opposite. I think he handled it very well here. I just yeah. think he I just think Play, he wasn't playing wise. Playing wise. Sorry. So let me rephrase that. As far as saying all the right things and doing all the right things, yes, he did a great job with that, and I can commend him for that. But productivity on the field, not even close. And see, that's one thing I, I think, I could talk myself into Cam. I don't want to. Like, I really don't want to. But if someone said to me what Cam said, right? Cam basically said how you could talk me into it. Well, hey, you know what? I was playing really well until I got COVID. Then I got stuck behind where everybody kept moving forward, and I was behind the whole time. Yes, I that was an excuse. That was oh, a bad I agree. Excuse. I know I agree, but this is this is his argument. Like, uh, hey, I, I got stuck behind, and I, I then COVID happened, and I didn't know the offense. I'm like, dude, the only thing I hate, I hate about the, using that excuse is like he didn't have an offseason. Blah blah blah. It's like, okay, but by the end of the season, it looked worse than it was at the beginning. The like, end of the season was bad. <laughs> like he couldn't throw the football. So if you're telling me, which is this is and this is my boggling, if a free agent like Hunter Henry looks at Cam Newton, Mariota, and like Fitzpatrick and says, well, I'm only going to come to New England if you sign Cam Newton. Then what do you care about? You're not going to get your stats with Cam Newton. He barely threw the ball to any tight ends last year. All he threw was Jacoby Myers. None of none of them are good options. I don't like any of these options. That's why I, I want take, to draft. If, if those are the options, I want Mac Jones. Just play Mac if, Jones. If those are the options, I want a quarterback first round. Absolutely. That's it. Uh, Evan, Evan too, Evan Lazar from CLNS Media. He's high on Trey Lance. I don't know much about Trey Lance, but he's high on Trey Lance. And, and I trust Evan Lazar. So, sure, you want to take Trey Lance. Just a, a first-round quarterback. I will be... I will be very happy with if you do that. Because, again, I don't want any of these guys long-term. None of them are long-term answers. We saw, overall, even if Cam had better weapons, he might have done better last season. But I don't think he would have been anything special. I don't think they were making the playoffs. I don't think they were a good football team, uh, obviously, with the with the weapons that he had. But even when he had people open, he was drop, he was putting the ball at their feet. He wasn't accurate, although he had a 65% completion percentage. Yeah. yeah. Easy, easy throws. Throw. For, for an NFL quarterback at, at Cam Newton status, easy throws. Now, now, if you had to choose between the three, we know that you're going Fitzpatrick, Jared. Oh, yeah. Now, are you going Fitzpatrick, Mariota, or Cam? 100% not going Cam. I don't want Cam anywhere near a Patriots uniform. I'm going to in his closet, so that's that's he's gonna I, go. Neat. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Jared. I'm gonna go with Fitzpatrick. I just I don't get it. I don't get it. There's more potential with Mariota. There is. But, I don't but we know he's mediocre. We just but, know he's wildly mediocre, but, and but, he's a deep target guy. But think about There's this. Nobody to run deep. Think about what you just said, though. All these quarterbacks would be here on a short-term basis. Do you want Marcus Mariota at 27 to come in? 
for maybe a year and then he does okay and then you're back to square one? Or would you rather get Ryan Fitzpatrick, well, have him be the bridge quarterback, and then go, like you guys said, go draft a quarterback, and then that can be your future, and then you have at least a year or two to develop said quarterback? What are you saying, Jared? I was going to say, with the Mariota thing, he he's young enough where I don't think he can do this. This is why I don't want him. I don't think he can do this. But if he's he's young enough where if he came in and proved he could play, you have a quarterback for five years, right? That's like, that's what I'm saying. He has the most upside, and for a fifth-round pick? But that's what I'm saying. I think you do it. I think he should be in camp, let him and Fitzpatrick duel it out. I'd rather Fitzpatrick. But if you're telling me that there's a – like, if he comes out hindsight and has a, and has a good season and shows he can play and do, pulls the Tannehill, right, different franchise, better situation, plays well under Belichick and Joshua Daniels, then maybe – then sure. Then you have a quarterback for five years, and in a, a you're not going to be you're not going to win an AFC East with Mariota or Fitzpatrick. So it really doesn't matter. Like the Bills are the crop. You have the Dolphins there. You're the third best team with Mariota on your roster. But if you have a decent decent team for the next five years, while Brady's still winning Super Bowls, like that's good enough for me. So if you think Mariota can do that, then sure, bring him in and see what he can do. But ultimately, if you want to win next year, which is clearly what Bill wants, and you're going to be aggressive and as aggressive as possible with free agents and targets and offensive weapons, like I'd rather Fitzpatrick be throwing them the ball next year than Mariota. If you draft a quarterback first round, I'll take Fitzpatrick because then you have the plan there, the potential plan. But but even so, I mean, I don't know what the Patriots expect. If the Patriots don't draft a quarterback first round, I think they just think they're going to get another Tom or Russell yeah, Wilson. Yeah, he thinks like, Dak oh, well, I, found, I found Tom and then I found Jimmy. So I'm going to find somebody else. It's like, bro, you also drafted Stidham, which sucks. So you drafted like, Stidham. You drafted Ryan Mallett. Yeah, you drafted Jacob Brissett. Ryan Hoyer. I, I'm still not giving up on the Jimmy G to New England thing. I'm still not giving up on that just yet. So I my, want my it to happen, is, but, like, uh, what's going to shake them loose? Like, San Francisco needs to be absolutely sure they're getting a better quarterback, and, like, now what's the options? It's Deshaun Watson or Bust? Would they take Teddy Bridgewater point, over yeah. Jimmy G? Like, I don't know if I'd take Teddy Bridgewater over Jimmy G. So, like, there's not much. And they just Jimmy G, G brought him to a Super Bowl two years ago. So that's that's why I don't understand why everybody's so down on Jimmy. He was in the Super Bowl two years ago. The Patriots could get back to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G. That's why I want him here. Well, Jimmy you G. need to get weapons around him. He's not doing well, know, shit but, with this with these receivers you, either. He's not doing but shit. Bring, no, of course not. But if you dick. look what he did with weapons, shave dick and balls with Manscaped. But look, if you give Jimmy G the weapons, look what he did in San Francisco. Look at the weapons he had out there, and he got to the Super Bowl and he used them. Jimmy, you just need to be the NFL MVP for you to win a Super Bowl with him. He just needs to manage the game and get the ball to his weapons. You have a running game with the Patriots. You have a decent running game. You do. And, you that, and honestly, options. honestly, that's what that's what brought San Francisco to the Super Bowl was that run game. Yeah. That's, the that's, when, that's the year Mozart was going bananas. Jimmy G, Hunter Henry, maybe one other receiver and some your running game. And that's a decent offensive situation that you have yeah, your defense play. And Jules, if he plays this year, who knows? But like, I think he is coming back. I think he plans on it. Yeah, but the Patriots can cut him. Yeah, but they're not going to cut him. Why? Um, what if he went and asked? What if he said, "Hey, I want to go play with Tom"? Well, it's a different story. But this, the NFL can't become the NBA. Like that's that's oh, what's coming, happening. Brady's making it the NBA. That's what's Brady happening is. here. And I don't want to see that happen. Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette, Grom, all of them making it the NBA. The hell Speak? was that? Are you just breaking news here? Was that the breaking news, Dunger? Nothing. Let's move on. Who is <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So, you know what? Let's roll over then into Celtics talk for the next 15 minutes. Because I know we have a lot of thoughts on the Celtics here. 
And here's my opening take here with the C's. This team's got no balls. No balls. No grit. No balls. No fire. Especially, like, when Mark, uh, when Mark, I was going to say Marcus Mariota. When Marcus Smart's in the game, I know he's hurt right now, but when he's in the game, they at least have a testicle. But with him out of the game, there's nothing. There's no grit. In the second New Orleans started making a comeback, it was over. They folded. It was bad. And when you have Kemba Walker, one of your main stars, playing as bad as he is, you're not going to do dick. This you is need why Kemba to perform. I'm all for trading Kemba at this point. I love Kemba. I'm a Kemba guy. Well, people, like, people are pissed at Danny Ainge for trying to sell damaged goods. Like, this is something that it's getting cra- – I don't think you can trade him. But, like, I, I don't know what we – can do now like what are we doing with Kemba like what's happening with Kemba he's getting open looks to close games and he's not hitting them like what happened and to he's, cardiac and he's maniacally laughing afterwards yeah like what happened what the to hell cardiac like you want to win bro you're getting the good look shots like I coming into him he, being here I would trust Kemba Walker to take those shots I said it day one when he got here I said great that's a decent replacement it's not Kyrie Irving but like with Tatum and Brown if Kemba gets an open look I trust him to win a game do I now absolutely not he's gotten so many open looks and it's like, okay, now what? What are you going to do? Like, there's options. Like, like Cook from uh, – Quinn Cook was just released, right? Um, Boogie Cousins. Lakers, Boogie Cousins is out there. Now Houston just released him. My question – I have a question about Boogie. Jared, you pay more attention probably to other teams than I do. Has Boogie been good? No. Because you haven't heard anything about him. Because realistically, no, uh, remember a few years ago, everybody was going nuts over Buggy Cousins. Yeah, the excuse for this one, the excuse for everything that they're making in Houston is, well, it's not what we were trying to do. It didn't work. Like, we want to move, we want to be smaller and go faster. And he just wasn't living up to that. And that's why he wasn't doing well. Um, I think he could do well with the Celtics. I do. Um, I don't necessarily know if I want him. I want Robert Williams to play more, uh, more before I get Boogie Cousins in here. Because, like, I Willi- don't think... Williams has to start starting. Yeah, 100%. Time Lord needs to be in the start lineup. Yes. Um, whether you sit Thompson or Tice, I don't care. Um, the, the, that double big lineup doesn't really work that well anyway. Um, Robert Williams is so freakishly athletic, and he's finally figuring it out. And he like, blocks everything. Yeah, yep. he's a machine. He's becoming a machine that why everyone in Celtics world didn't kept saying stop trading Robert Williams for nothing because he's actually a legit player, and he's proving that he's going to be here for a while. There's not much out there that can help you. You need a legit point guard or at least trade for John Collins. Like, there's not much right. out there right now that the Celtics can get help from because your problem is Kemba Walker right now, and he's not helping. Uh, Marcus Smart comes back and probably wins you a couple mm-hmm. of these games. Like, you don't lose the game with the Pelicans if Marcus Smart's out there. God, right. maybe. Cause he re- maybe. No, but he rips him a new— No, no, no. no. There, you don't lose that game with him on the floor. Right. There, but, there's, a, like, there's a lot that can be said about this Celtics team right now. Number one, best way to describe them, consistently inconsistent. They just can't close out games. Consistently ballless. Yes, consistently inconsistent, if we're going to go, you know, politically correct here. That's number one. Number two, Marcus Smart Smart is proving to be more valuable than than people give him credit for. But they weren't even winning when he was there. Yes, but he at least defensively gave you a start. We were having this conversation. But... This Celtics team, you know they're not going to do anything this year. There's just – there's nothing – Danny Ainge even came out and said, I'm not – this roster is not good enough. This roster is not a cha- – whatever Alex got distracted by. Yeah, Danny. But, 
You're building the roster. I thought there was a police siren outside of my house, which was weird. Yeah. But They're coming to get you for having a hot take? Yeah, it's surprising. I know. Shocker. <laughs> it, it's, I, just, I don't understand the Celtics team because it's just amazing to me that they – we all thought, and we all said on this podcast, they were better on paper coming into this year. But it's not their year because Jason Tatum had COVID. Jalen Brown has his knee issues. Peyton Pritchard was hurt. Smart's hurt. Thompson was hurt before training camp started. Everything that can go wrong has gone wrong. I just I don't think the talent's here. I don't. I have a question. I have a question for you guys. Danny Ainge related. Do you think Danny Ainge overlooked Terry Rozier? Um, like, no. would you rather it, Terry it, Rozier it, or it, Kemba Walker? I would. Kemba, I would Kemba rather Walker. have Terry Rozier here right now. Kemba Walker. As we're sitting here right now, I would rather have Terry Rozier. I'd still because have. he also he also. Going back to the balls conversation, he's got balls. Gary, he's Gary jippy. Baby. He's yes, got attitude. There's yes, this this lineup yeah. so soft right now. Yeah, but he also takes ridiculous shots, like questionable shot selection. At least Kemba, yeah, he's missing these open looks, but they're open looks. They're good shots. Because they're, they're right letting now. him shoot. <laughs> Kemba Walker or Isaiah Thomas? Oh, God. Well, like 20, who, who, 2021 Isaiah Thomas? No, right. Yeah, who looked good in his two USA games. He looks like he's back. Why can't bring him? Dude, nah, that's, I, that's a move I made. Yeah. Go get him and come, bring him uh, off the bench. Wouldn't this, you bring Isaiah Thomas back yeah, to come off the bench? Off the bench, sure, I would do that. I, I, I Listen, I really hate to say this, but this Celtics team is reminding me of the 2018-2019 team where they just couldn't do anything right. They could get nothing going. They were losing games that they should have been winning. Kyrie easily. Irving was here. But even so, that team we had high expectations for. I'm not saying that the, this team had the same expectations, but you expect them to beat the New Orleans Pelicans when yeah. they're a young team that's still struggling. You expect them to beat the Atlanta Hawks. And look, I think Danny Ainge deserves crap, right? This roster is not good enough. But at the same time, I, one, I don't think he was gonna, thought he was going to lose Gordon Hayward. I think he wanted to keep Gordon Hayward, who's hurt again, by the way. Gordon Hayward, hurt again. Got a hurt hand. He's fragile. Hurt we hands. know that. We knew, yeah, but having a good season. Um Danny Ainge had a plan and, he, and it put it in play. He put it in motion initially, right? Like you, you trade, you basically fleece the Cavs for Kyrie Irving, right? That was that you do that trade nine times out of ten, if not ten times out of ten, because um, you knew it was hurt. You get Kyrie Irving, you bring Gordon Hayward in here. You still have Al Horford. That trio with Tatum Brown, like you see all those pit with Terry Rozier off the bench, Marcus like Markeith Morris, no Marcus Morris, excuse me. Like that team is should have been a lot better off and went, probably could have won a title together if Kyrie Irving was all in. Like, I'm seeing a lot of grit on that team, too. A lot of aggression. That like is the what the balls on that missing. team. Morris, you have Al Horford, who's always willing to get dirty for you down low. Uh, you still have the, the the Jays. Terry Rozier is still here. Marcus Smart's on that team. Guys, that team was a title contender, and they just underperformed because Kyrie's a crazy psychopath. Oh, Marcus, by- that was the year Marcus Morris screamed, I think, right? Screamed in Thompson. the mouth, inside the mouth of Tristan Thompson. <laughs> oh, and guys, and um, what was it? Oh, see, now I lost my train of thought. Go ahead. Somebody else talk. It's common. Yeah. But no. Find the it. Celtics, the oh, Celtics I got are not built. You just, for what it they just, need I got it. I got it. Just it. Takes go I, Bruins. Go Bruins. There you go, go. Red Sox. The season is over. Yeah. This. Listen, remember when we could have had uh, Miles Turner here? Remember when that could have been a thing? Oh, yeah. Remember oh, that? Miles Turner wasn't that good. Miles Turner was overrated. Wah. No, it wasn't Miles Turner. It was the second piece of that trade. Kemba? 
No, no. I'm or no, I'm saying with the Hayward situation to trade to Indiana for Miles Turner, and then Danny oh, Ainge oh, oh. got so greedy that he wanted Victor Oladipo too, which credit to him. You know, you wanted to get get more. I can appreciate that. But when Indiana says no and is like, here, take Dougie McDermott with you, a bench piece who can shoot, which the Celtics need, and you don't pull the trigger. Over how, do we think, how big of an idiot do you look? Do we think that Gordon Hayward would have said yes? Because Probably. Charlotte came in and paid him more money, and he just That's said yes. That's his home state, though, isn't it? No, I know, but like, didn't wasn't there a deal in place and Hayward just went to Charlotte because Jordan swept in and paid him a boat ton of cash? Like, I thought that was late. I thought he jumped in that late was, and was that like, was yo. Later. Yeah. Okay. So part part of that is be on Danny because if Danny just said yes, it would never have been an issue because he would have gone. So like, yes, I partially blame Danny for that, but I don't know. I just look at it and go. You just get possessed. I, I think I think Danny Ainge needs to. I lost my train of thought. I, I think Danny Ainge. <laughs> your needs, eyes just, your eyes went blank. Yeah. You know what? I'm staring into your beautiful eyes, your soul over there. Um, look, Danny Ainge needs to be on the hot seat. Brad Stevens needs to be on the hot seat. Because not getting talked about enough. Not getting talked about enough. Brad Stevens has been here for a very long time now. And I'm a Brad guy. Like, I think Brad Stevens is a good coach. But this team needs a kick in the ass. And, like, do I think I'd rather – it's not going to happen. But, like, if I was to choose Doc Rivers for this team right now or or Brad Stevens, wouldn't I choose Doc Rivers to coach this team? That's the look thing. What with, look what I've done with Philly this year. I'm starting to worry that the team doesn't respect Brad. Yeah, I think they're, I think he's losing the team. I yeah, do I, too. I, yeah, I think like you look at them the first few quarters and they're flowing and they're they're running their offense and like what Brad's in play and at the end of the game, you don't think Brad's trying to get them to run to the offense and then they're just playing ISO ball, like every it's consistent every time they need to close the game they just give the ball to Tatum Brown they play ISO ball and they look like they're playing a pickup game, versus the beginning of the game they run the offense and they clearly do what Brad is at. so I think Brad's capable, but they're just tuning Brad out at the end of these games is what I really think is happening. Look. This team's not doing shit this year. Team's not doing anything. Go and bees. yeah, go bees. It's it's time to start looking at what this team is going to do going forward. Because if you don't talk about what this team's going to do going forward, you're you're just going to be focusing on this shit bag team that's go, that's happening right now. And and these moves that were made over the offseason, I, I mean, I remember the night that the Celtics grabbed Tristan Thompson. Everybody was like, hell yeah, let's go. He's been okay. He's been fine. Well, I think. I think fine's all you needed. It's just the rest of the team sucks. Like the if the team, team was, suck. if Jeff the team T. played the way they did last year, well, that's stupid. Uh, if the team played the way they did last year, and then you add Tristan Thompson, yes, I could say, okay, you were the piece that we needed, and that's what I thought. Like I was like, all right, cool. You just went to the Eastern Conference Finals. The only hole you really had was the big spot, and now you just brought in a dude who can play that spot. Great. And then the rest of the team forgot how to play. Like, what are we doing? And now you have and Jeff T, who was supposed to be the solid third option. And now he can't get out of his own way. Let's get rid of him and bring in someone else, please. Uh, I would go get Cook, right? Like who just got released? Like they got to shake this up, like ASAP, or they're going to be so far out of it they can't. They're going to be playing the freaking 76ers in the first round as the eight seed if they don't keep if they don't figure yeah. this out. Oh, and by the way, their upcoming schedule. You do realize what's going to happen, right? They're going to beat the Mavericks tonight as we're recording. They're going to lose to the Hawks. They're going to beat the Pacers, and then they're going to get blown out by Washington at home. That's how bad it's gotten. We're expecting them to win the tough games and lose the easy games. That's how sickening it is. I don't know about Washington being an easy game, though, Al. Like, they've been playing a lot. They've won, like, five straight, and they're, they're, those two are figuring yeah, it. Yeah, but that's, that's, still a team. that's still a team when you look at this roster you should beat. Well, yeah, but, like— You should beat them. You can't be shocked if Westbrook and Beal go off and beat you. 
No, no. But, the, but the thing is, Bradley Beal is so disgruntled. He wants out. He's made it clear he wants out. So, I mean, yeah, he's balling. Get his ass right here. Now, Trade everybody for him. I Get, would love oh to. That's the fix. Get Bradley Beal here. Bradley Beal. Yes. But uh, here's a knock that I don't think a lot of people are are talking about enough. Danny Ainge, that whole trader Danny, nickname is gone. He doesn't make he doesn't make big moves. No. He, he made big moves. You right now trade almost all your young assets for someone like a Bradley Beal, like yes. someone that's available out there. Um, you make you trade for John Collins and something else. Like if you if you're a trader Danny and you think this team's legit, like can be legit with the right roster, you said it yourself, Danny. This team's not built to be a roster. Well, it's on you. Yeah, it's on you. you that this team's not built to be a contender. So make a move. Get rid of these. I don't care about Tremont Waters and Carson Edwards and Taco Fall. Like trade them all. Those guys are assets for teams that don't want to win. Trade them all. Get some real pieces in here and actually help Tatum and Brown. Because right now they have nobody to play with. Nobody. No, and, it's, it's Tatum and Brown. That's it. That's and, it. And that's why you're not winning. And they might want out sooner rather than later if this continues. They might want to be out of here for the foreseeable future. Well, look what happened. And this is a great example of it. And then, obviously, we're about to wrap the show. Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce and Danny Ainge didn't see eye to eye. Paul Pierce was threatening to leave because they wouldn't do anything. And then it finally sunk in, and he was serious about walking. And then they went and got, obviously, KG and Rayel. That was all Danny Ainge. But, like, Danny Ainge took some time on that. It didn't, it didn't happen overnight. And Paul Pierce had to threaten to leave. And I thought he was going to leave. Like, this is a trend here, and I'm afraid. I don't want Tatum and Brown gone. I think they want they want to be here long term, but the organization has to get them help. And I think they're a better chance of winning a title when those guys hit their prime, which isn't yet by any means. But, like, if the right pieces were here, they could win a title right now. They're good enough. It sucks. It sucks. Couch Guys Sports Podcast. Go Sox. We'll be talking about them soon. Couch Guys Sports Podcast, episode number 100. In 96, Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, Al Nihigian. Guys, we will be back next week for episode number 197. We will talk to you then. Thank you for listening. And by the way, officially now, Couch Guy Sports is on everywhere where you can find podcasts. Everywhere. So we're talking Google Podcasts. We're talking Apple Podcasts. We're talking Spotify. We are all over the place, baby. So catch us literally wherever you want. And also, thank you for watching on YouTube as well. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Can't say it enough, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We will talk to you next week. Oh, wait. Shit.